Hello, I'm Cris Ferraz Prade, and this is the Vital Compass podcast. Feelings, hmm, what are they? There are many different approaches to this vast and complex subject, especially given tremendous progress in emotional development studies over the last few years. So these advances have occurred in different disciplines, neurobiology, um, linguistics, um, social, economics, cognitive, um, psychology, clinical psychology. There are several alternative models that emerged, especially in this um, last couple of decades. So emotions can be measured objectively by blood flow, facial expression, body stance, or brain activity. Emotions are carried out through the limbic system, our emotional processing center. Emotions and feelings are only possible through the limbic system. To be able to develop relationships that allow for um, allow us to live in community, it depends on the activity of the neurons that are located that are in in these structures of the limbic system. But they are illogical and unreasonable, <laughs> since the limbic system is separate from the neocortex, which is the part of the brain that deals with conscious thoughts, reasoning, planning, and decision making. There's no set list of universally recognized emotions, but Paul Ekman, an American psychologist, he came up with six fundamental emotions. Anger, disgust, fear, happiness, sadness, and surprise. There's some research with blind children um, that identify that when they are surprised by something, their facial expression are exactly the same as the children that can see the reaction is to open um, open our eyes very wide, and that's what they do. So, um, different than emotions, feelings are perceived as mental associations and reactions to emotions. The feeling will be personal and acquired through experience, whereas an emotion may alert us to an immediate danger Feeling enable us to anticipate danger. Emotions are intense, but short-term. Feelings are subtler, but sustained. Some examples might help. So, worry is a feeling, and fear is an emotion. Love is a feeling, and attraction is an emotion. Antonio Damasio is a Portuguese neuroscientist that lives in the U.S. And he talks about, he, he says something really interesting. He says, emotions happen in the body, whereas feelings happen in the mind. He says it more beautifully. He says, emotion happen in the theater of the body and feelings happen in the theater of the mind. 
So to me, this makes a lot of sense. Um, for instance, if you think of a situation that you experienced a lot of fear, you might have felt some, um, like some stomach ache or something like that. There's this sensation around the belly or in the belly. Bitterness is a feeling and anger is an emotion. Can you, are you starting to, to realize the difference? People can feel the same emotion but leave it differently and label it under dissimilar names. Emotions have great power over our lives and it's important that they do. Otherwise, we would not develop feelings or connect with people or have affection. Our freedom lies in the wisdom of not being a puppet to the limbic system. So instead of trying to control our emotions, it is important to learn to feel them and to work on expressing them constructively. When we judge ourselves and criticize our lack of control, for instance, we add further layers of guilt and shame, for example. And this creates tension within ourselves and relationships. The voice in our heads makes fast judgments to work our way out of cycles of anger, guilt and shame is challenging. It is possible to deal more maturely with emotions and one way can be to experiment with gentle mindfulness. How might you feel if you dealt better with your difficult emotions and feelings? How could this gesture change your experience of it? The psychologist Daniel Goleman wrote many books on emotional intelligence, the capacity one has to monitor one's own emotions and better understanding others, which leads to better choices about how to think and act. Six fundamental aspects are self-knowledge, managing emotions, empathy, communication, cooperation, and conflict resolution. Our inner life is far more complex than we imagine. Having awareness and respect for one's own feelings can enable new thoughts and potentially new behaviors. To give one further perspective, Antonio Damasio said, A feeling is the perception of a certain state of the body, along with a perception of a certain mode of thinking and of thoughts with a certain theme. And he added, One thing is certain, however, the machinery of affect is responsible for generating emotive responses and as a result for influencing behaviors that one could have innocently thought would be under the sole control of the most knowledgeable and discerning components of our minds. Drives, motivations and emotions often have something to add or subtract 
to decisions one would have expected to be purely rational. It is not possible to talk about thinking, intelligence and creativity in any meaningful way without factoring in feelings. I know there are feelings we enjoy and others we don't like that much. But I rather perceive them as being more or less comfortable in me instead of labeling them as good or bad feelings or right or wrong feelings. Once we realize there is an unwelcomed feeling in us, something we don't like to feel, it's useless to send it away or pretend it's not there. Remember, the feeling is connected with an emotion. And a feeling helps us connect body and mind. It asks for our attention. And the more you avoid it, the stronger it can become. The process of accepting our feelings of sadness, shame, remorse, jealous, rejection, and so many other uncomfortable ones is a process of transformation and healing in itself. Feelings are visitors. They come and go. There's no need to act on every feeling, but there's always a need for acknowledgement. We can find solace in the fact that these visitors can go away after we spent some time with it, felt it, stayed with it. The fact that we validated it and stayed with it gives time for the body to process the emotion. We can acknowledge our uncomfortable feelings and work with them in many different ways. Meditation, group support, I said mindfulness already, psychotherapy, healing practices such as Jinshin Jitsu, journaling, mind-body practices, yoga, and creative arts. These are just some examples. And I guess that if we learn to appreciate the experience of being aware more than the experience of being satisfied and comfortable, we can be with emotions and feelings that arise within us in a less stressful way. We can be aware that they are just travelers stopping by to show us something of value of ourselves and to help us reconnect with our bodies. The body is not just something that carries your head and your brain. The body is a huge part of our brains in a way. And consciousness is such an amazing phenomenon. Take some pleasure on it. It allows you to see yourself and to be able to expand your experience of living. I hope you liked this episode. Ale Praj composed the music and is responsible for the editing. Before I say goodbye, I invite you to follow Vita Compass on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. 
It is just a click. And when you have some time, go check the website www.vitacompass.com You can create a login and follow closely the posts on Explore and also the podcast episodes fresh from the oven. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make a review here. You can help others find the podcast and we can expand our circle of conversations. I'll see you next week. Take good care of yourself.